Welcome into the Extra here on KRDO News Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers. Joining me in studio today, Kathleen Fox with Payroll City here in Colorado Springs. Kathleen, thank you for joining us here on KRDO News Radio. Thank you, Andrew. It's great to be here again. Absolutely. There's so much to uh, talk about right now, and uh, we got a lot on the docket. Obviously, a big thing's coming in, impacting both employers and employees here in Colorado. But uh, let's just kind of remind everyone everything you guys do over at Payroll City and some of the fantastic services you do have optioned. Uh, well, we at Payroll City are a full-service payroll company, which means that we are going to calculate all your payroll taxes that are due, keep track. We hold everybody in our software. It's our, our proprietary software. We pay the taxes for you. Um, so basically, an employer would report their hours to us, and we do everything from there. We pay their taxes, file all the reports, and help to keep them compliant. Yeah, and it seems like it's becoming that much more of a hard job lately. And you've got, uh, I know we were talking before the show, more and more companies uh, coming on board and utilizing the services you do instead of trying to navigate this minefield on their own. It has been amazing for us. We're excited. It's been a wonderful growth period for us. So the Colorado new mandates have given us opportunity for growth. Uh, We're excited. One of the things that we do is help and, you know, go out into the community and hopefully educate these employers and trying to keep our employers, uh, our, all of our clients for the employers that use us, educated because it's hard. It's hard to stay up to date. Yeah, it's hard. And, you know, you talk about kind of that growing business as well. And you guys have the proprietary software. But what are some of the biggest misconceptions that you even still hear to this day about, you know, having companies like yours provide payroll services instead of just, you know, we've got a guy up in Woodland Park or, you know, he's been doing our books for years. He can probably do it. You know what? Um, we don't like to ever, there, there's people out there that are really good. One of the things that one of the reasons people come to us is because they'll have that guy or that person inside their office that's been doing their payroll for years and then they leave. It can happen suddenly. Um, and that's really hard. Uh, then a business owner is stuck and they don't know quite what to do. What are my taxes? What do I have to do? I've lost this person. Um, there's also been people that we've had them come over because there's been theft or something has been paid properly. Somebody's maybe a little bit irresponsible. It may not even be a responsibility. It could just be an illness. Mm-hmm. And employers like to know outsourcing that gives them a whole team behind them and not just a person. Yeah, um, kind of limit that liability on the employer side a little yep, bit too. That's a, that, that is a really big reason because we're going to, you know, keep everything going. Another probably a misconception is that I want control over my payroll. I'm worried that I'm going to lose control. We have a lot of people who are very concerned and like to keep hands on. And we still say you can do all the control. You use our website, you can enter your employees, you manage everything, and then we take it from there. So they still have control. And every time a payroll is run, they receive every employer is going to receive a report. So everything is out in the open. You see on our website, you can track how um, all of the deposits that are needed to be done for their taxes. That's available on the site. So we're very open and let everybody know. Yeah. And as you mentioned as well, there's a couple of big mandates that have been coming down over the past few years here in Colorado. That's definitely uh, something we need to be aware of, both on the employee and employer side. We're going to talk about that next here on The Extra on KRDO News Radio with Kathleen Fox of Payroll City. 
Welcome into the Extra here on KRDO News Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers, joined by Kathleen Fox, the president of Payroll City here in Colorado Springs. You know, we talked a lot about uh, kind of what you guys do as far as providing payroll services for businesses here, not only in Colorado, but really nationwide, but also specifically to Colorado. There's been more and more mandates being rolled down lately that's uh, having the impact for both employees and employers as well. And this isn't something that just started, you know, the last year or two. This started a couple years ago that we've really started to see more things trickle up. It really has. A couple of years ago, they uh, Colorado put in place that every employer has to mandate uh, or by mandate has to offer up to 48 hours of paid sick time. And that is basically they get uh, 0.0333 hours for every hour that they work. Mm-hmm. So that started, kind of hit the employers. And they got a little breather, got that in. And now this year, we've been hit with family, which the employee and the employer will pay. And also, um, they're mandating that every employer offer this secure savings, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. Yeah. And, you know, of course, that family is, you know, kind of that uh, almost paid medical leave. We've talked about that before. But when it comes to the Secured Savings Act, that's kind of, you know, Colorado instituting its own version of a 401k as opposed to what, you know, most employers would offer some independent form. But now they're saying if you don't, hey, big brother, Uncle Polis has got you covered. Yep. <laughs> Actually, it's really this this one is different in the in the way that it does fall solely on the employee as far as for dollars invested. Employers don't have to match, um, so they're not going to pay dollars. But employers do have to do that management side to deduct it from their paycheck and make sure that that information gets to that the state if it's the state sponsored plan. And then it is deducted from the employer's account and then it's funded into the employees. Yeah. And it's one of those things that you kind of, you know, if you you can see where they were going with making sure that there's something available, but that implementation and, you know, putting so much, you know, of that mandate here could have some unintended consequences. But also, as you mentioned, that investment of time and resources that a number of businesses are already struggling with enough, let alone adding more and more onto their plate. Exactly. That's what it is. It's really, it's the management and the employers don't really have a problem that we have spoken to said that is great. It's just that it does fall to them to do the deductions. I think that, you know, employees could have signed up on their own had they decided to do that, but they feel like employees probably wouldn't have, they would spend it too soon. So they Mm -hmm. want to come out first, Uh, but employees can opt out. So there's, there are some things that are available. You know, they have some control over this too. Absolutely. And what else do employees need to know, especially since a lot of this burden, those decisions are really placed kind of on the employees back outside of uh, the management and obviously getting the money wherever it needs to go. Right. So first off, the employer needs to tell the employee if they are participating. We'll talk specifically about the Colorado mm-hmm. Secure Savings because what ha- Colorado has done is opened up a portal. Um, so this is uh, like a 401k. It's probably actually a little closer to an individual retirement account because okay. the limits are like that. And they, it's a Roth only. And a Roth only investment means that it's going to be paid with dollars after taxes have been taken out. And all of the interest accumulates tax-free. And when the um, employee decides to take that money out, that it is it is tax free so it's 
Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit different. It's very different. And uh, obviously, this started really taking effect for those businesses that maybe didn't offer their own retirement plans at the beginning of the year. Right. What have you heard as far as working with uh, some of the companies that uh, you work with as far as either getting this in place or kind of that, you know, let's get something else going and some kind of other option to at least meet the state mandate? Yeah, um, let me just go back, if that's okay, for okay. a second, to what the employees need to do sure. if they do do that. Um, and then we will talk about the other options that they'll have, because this is specifically for the state. The employees will go on to the state website. They can, it's coloradosecuresavings.gov, and they will get, um, actually, even if they do nothing, employees do nothing and their employer is using it, they will receive a notification. And the notification is going to say, if you do nothing, we're going to take out 5% of your chat, of your gross wages. And that's what's going to happen in, in 30 days. <laughs> so employees basically, if they do nothing in the Colorado and they are using, their employer is using it, mm-hmm. they're just going to take it. Um, they would probably want to go in and register on the site because once they do register on that site, when they get that, they can modify investment choices. It's going to automatically go into which they say is a very safe um, investment pool. Uh, they, But if they go on, they can modify, get a different choice. They can designate beneficiaries. Um, and when they want to make withdrawals on that, probably at retirement, plan, at retirement age, they'll do that. Um, there is an admin cost that the employee pays. Because it's going through a company that's called Vestwell. They're the ones that are managing this for the state. And the admin cost is 0.32% of their funds. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting here that you'd mentioned as well that uh, while that kind of default rate under the Colorado plan is set at 5%, it's not going to be that forever. So that really does behoove uh, those employees, if your employer is using it, to go there, start managing it because uh, it's going to start increasing every year as well. Exactly. It'll increase a percentage point every year until it reaches 8%. I think you're going to get some surprised employees when they don't do anything with the notification they've received and all of a sudden they're going to see 5% taken out of their check. And I think this is where they're going to come back to their employer and they're going to complain. I just can see it. Yeah, it's going to come. Yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. something that a lot of people may not be aware of. And all of a sudden, hey, why is my check lower than it should be? Right. And the mandate's just letting you know they start. If you have 50 or more employees, um, it's the employers have to begin this um, by March 15th. Uh, If you have 15 to 49 employees, the employers have to get this in place by May 15th. And if they have five to 14 employees, they have until June 30th to get this plan in the state in place or to opt for another plan. Yeah. And you mentioned as well that there is that opting for another plan. So is that something that say, you know, an employee whose company may not have an option right now, they and if they're looking at maybe doing the state plan, if the employee goes with their own individual, say they go contact their bank or whatever investment firm they choose, if they have it on their own, are they covered under this or is it still going to get taken out because of the employer side? That is an excellent question. Um, I am not sure of that answer right now because okay. I actually went in and registered for, for us. And so mm-hmm. as an employer, I had to register and we have our own internal plan. And so I registered and, and I have to say I, I need an exemption. Okay. So on the exemptions, there's the different kinds of plans that are available and we will talk into that. But it also said that that didn't cover 
individual retirement accounts, which is what you are talking about right there. So if they have an individual plan not sponsored through their company, we had heard before that that might be available as long as the deduction comes out of their paycheck and it's administered Mm -hmm. by the employer. We have some people who do that right now currently. Um, So we'd heard that it was when I just read yesterday. So we're going to do some investigation and find out. Yeah, of course, obviously, this is still very much new getting in flux. And you'd mentioned, you know, the different types of plans and things that could qualify for that, uh, you know, maybe getting that exemption as well. What kind of things are you you could uh, an employer maybe look at or what are some other alternatives that could be put in place? Sure. Um, The go-to for a smaller employer, and I'm not going to talk for the larger ones because a larger one oftentimes would do a 401k plan. We'll talk about that later. But the simple IRA is probably one that was really available nicely to employers. The thing about a simple IRA is that it comes out only tax exempt and an employer has to make a matching contribution. And usually it runs between one to 5%, depending on, they have a little bit of flex into how much they, um, how much they can participate in. There's a contribution limit. If you're under 50 years of age, you can put in 15,500 into a simple IRA. If you're over 50, you can put it up to $19,000. So that was just a simple IRA. Um, not a cost to the employer, except for the matching. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in any administration fees usually comes off the plan that they're set up with. Another one is the 401k plan. Now, up to this point, the market in the 401k was always so expensive to maintain that an employer with a small um, amount usually, I mean a small amount of employees, usually couldn't really participate in a 401k. This has the Colorado Secure Savings Mandate, and, and it's also opened up in several other states, about four other states have have done this too. Um, But with this mandate, now you have companies that are saying, I'm going to get into this small 401k administration. And now there's smaller plans that are available. They're kind of building investment firms or building special plans for this. Yeah, probably seeing, you know, hey, a number of states, Colorado, a couple others are starting to get in this. So they could find that niche as well. And you you mentioned the employers under the uh, Colorado Secure Plan not required to match as well just to provide that management, correct? Right. That's correct. Now, with the 401k, an employer does have a lot more flexibility and they can design a plan for them. So with the 401k, there's also higher limits, and the limit contribution is $22,500 for an employee under 50, and it's $30,000 for an employer over 50. Absolutely. There's a lot to uh, continue to unpack when it comes to some of these new mandates right now really impacting employees and employers here in Colorado, joined by Kathleen Fox of Payroll City. And Kathleen, as we uh, head into a break, we got a check of local and national headlines still ahead. If people want to get more information about the services you offer, maybe do a little bit of research in the meantime, what's the best way to get some more information? You know, our webpage is payrollcity.com. We also have a resources page. When you get to there, click on resources, click on Colorado. And we have some information there on what's going on with Colorado. Perfect. We will have much more still ahead. You're listening to The Extra on KRDO News Radio. Welcome into the extra here on KRDO News Radio. Continuing our conversation with Kathleen Fox, president of Payroll City here in Colorado Springs. And, you know, we've talked a lot about 
some of the changes that are coming up for employees and employers, some of the uh, state mandates coming down, especially the uh, Secure Savings Act. One thing well, we didn't touch on a little bit uh, during that last segment is what happens if you're self-employed with this? So self-employed people uh, can just go onto the website and they can register and they can contribute if they would so choose. And it is a pretty reasonably priced plan. Okay. It isn't, you know, they do have limits. I know it's one thing that we didn't talk about, but the limits on the plan from Colorado are small, very similar to what a simple IRA would be. Yeah. I mean, um, an individual IRA. So it's $6,500 a year if you're under 50 and $7,500 if you're over 50. But you know what? Every self-employed individual can open up their own individual requirement account and get the same benefits and not go through the state. Yeah. So you just go talk to a business investment advisor, their banks or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of just set up to be, you know, that, you know, kind of bare minimum safety net. Yeah. And you can choose, there's going to be, you're going to have limited choices when you do it through the the state. And if you pick your own financial advisor, you'll be able to do a little investigation. How are they doing? Where is that going to go? So personally, I think that if I was a self-employed individual, I'd open up my own individual retirement account. But if you wanted to not worry about it, you can go to the state. It's available. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to this, we've seen, you know, the implementation of other mandates like this before, you know, obviously the sick leave we mentioned, even going back years ago to the Affordable Care Act as well. And there's always that kind of next question of what if uh, I don't do it? That's that's what it is. Mandates always come with penalties, right? So, yes, there is a penalty for business owners. And so you'll want to at l- get something going. Um, and the penalties are right now, currently, it's $100 per year. For each employee with a maximum of up to $5,000. So small employer and, and employers, if you have fewer than five, so if you have five employees or less, you are exempt from the mandate. Okay. So that it's kind of important too. Yeah. Very important with that. And it's something, you know, you mentioned that you do uh, work for not just Colorado, but really kind of nationwide when it comes to some of these other, you know, mandates, things like that. I know a lot of us here in Colorado like to say, oh, this is just Californication. This is just, you know, everything moving from the coast inward. But how does what Colorado is doing with this compare to some of the other states that you manage payroll in? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question. I can tell you off the bat right now that Colorado is actually probably pushing even a little bit farther than maybe what California does. California has uh, a mandatory sick leave. Ours is 48 hours. Uh, they can accumulate up to 48 hours, um, which is six days, six full-time days. California is only 24 hours, so it's three days that an employer would have to pay for sick time. For years and years and years, um, California, you know, for probably 40 years, California has had an SDI program, which is the State Disability Insurance um, so we're on, and Colorado's equivalent is very similar as the family. And in California, only the employee pays. In Colorado, the employer and the employee is paying. So these are two things that are probably a little bit more onerous in Colorado even than they are in California. And when it comes to the secure savings, it's very similar to what Colorado's is yeah. in California. So I'll just copy those two. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, you mentioned the uh, the family as well. We we talked a lot about the secure savings. Let's touch a little bit about that Family Act as well. Uh, 
What do people need to know? Is that starting to continue to be implemented as well along with the Secure Savings Act? It's nice you brought that up and we'll hopefully maybe give somebody an education on this. And and that is that we have, because we have a lot of people coming over and signing up with us, they've run a few payrolls this year. And what we do is we pull in year to date. So at the end of the year, everybody gets just one W-2. We're going to merge your payroll Mm -hmm. when we bring you in. We have seen a lot of people coming over individual employers who have not been deducting the family properly. So they're not aware of it. They're not there. It's not happening in their system. Yeah. So I think there's still a lot of people who don't know. <sighs> so what what happens in that case? I mean, can you kind of catch up over the scope of the year and still get into compliance or is missing out on say that first quarter, you know, kind of already enough to really get that red flag up? I I'm not sure how the state's going to do it. When they've come over to us, we're going to make sure that they're compliant. If you haven't deducted it from the employee's check, what we recommend is the employer should just pay that. Debts. It's it's a percentage. It's 0.045% of the employee portion, and the employer should pay it. It's, it's not a huge amount, so it's probably all if they're a small employer. Um, it sh- shouldn't be too much, but that's something that they're, we're going to, we, we, we call them up and say, what would you like us to do? And we do work with somebody. They may want to go back and get it from their employees. I'm not sure of the legalities of that. We don't get into those legalities. We would encourage the employer to say, why don't you pay that? Yeah. And then going forward, we're good. Yeah. And that's that program, the kind of disability, you know, can you be used for long-term sick leave, things like that as well. But that's not actually going to be usable for another year or so, even though the money's already starting to come out. That's right. They're starting to build a fund and the fund is coming out this year. It's employee and employer paid and they will, then employees will be able to apply for benefits next year in 2024. So it's it's interesting to see how that's going. And this is something, you know, it's a almost completely opposite as far as the management and implementation of even the Secure Savings Act because that's being put into, you know, you can go and log into this where the Family Act is going into a state fund. A, Don't worry, we've got you taken care of, but uh, who knows what's going to happen if, say, there is a big change and uh, something happens in the legislature where this is no longer uh, kind of the uh, law of the land. I don't know. I always have seen over the years that usually once it's in place, that would be very hard to undo. I think that we're probably with family, and this is the direction that states uh, are going into, and the government's trying to bring in some of that too, trying to make mandates, and it's going to be federally mandated as opposed to state mandated. Things in payroll and the laws are changing so much over the last Three years, probably. We've had more changes with COVID and things like that. Yeah, so a lot of changes going on. We're going to continue talking about the changes to payroll, things that employees, employers, self-employed individuals need to know. We have to take one more quick break. We'll be back with Kathleen Fox of Payroll City, still ahead here on KRDO News Radio. Welcome back to The Extra here on KRDO News Radio, continuing the conversation with Kathleen Fox of PayrollCity.com. We've talked about a lot of uh, changes coming to uh, payroll, especially some uh, kind of state-mandated ideas being pushed onto employers and employees 
here in Colorado. And Kathleen, you know, as we're talking about this, there's still, you know, some good options available if uh, you don't want to just go with the state plan, the uh, the polis okay versus maybe a traditional 401k, other options in that. Yes, and I think that uh, sometimes, you know, when you look, there's always silver linings everywhere. So we can look for the silver lining in the fact that the uh, federal government has opened up that the administration costs of a 401k can now be uh, a direct write-off as a tax exemption. So that's really nice. It actually comes directly off the amount of federal taxes you would owe. So it's mm-hmm. a one-to-one taking that and paying that back, not just reducing your tax burden Um, So it is an opportunity that has opened up to the smaller employers who might have liked to offer that 401k. So that's that's a good side to that. So I think that employers at this point should consider they need to decide if they haven't what they want to do, what's the best option for them. And the field has opened up a little bit for them. So I would say get in touch with a financial advisor, um, a trusted person, and decide what's going to work best for your company. Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, there's even some, you know, the 401k providers seeing this coming in, really kind of marketing and tailoring to some of those more smaller companies that don't have the large base of uh, deductions and investments that, you know, some of the bigger uh, companies would have. Right. And with a 401k, there is a reporting. Every payroll, you need to report a list of your active employees. You need to report what they've made. You need to report what's been deducted and any matching. And so just so everybody knows, Payroll City is working, has already has some um, integrations with 401k TPA providers. So we're able to do that for you at the end of every payroll. That takes that burden off the payroll, um, off of any a business owner will do that heavy lifting. We are working right now um, with the Colorado State to be able to have a file that we can report that for the employer. Okay. So we're working to help them because the, it's that administration and what you have to do that is really pushing some of these small business owners. How am I going to do this? Where am I going to find time? Yeah. And speaking of time, that deadline for getting this implemented is coming up sooner than we think. That's right. And we'd be happy. Feel free to give us a call. We have uh, seminars that are going. Send us an email over at our site. We'll invite you at the next seminar we'll be having. We, we run um, periodically, send out information on these things. So feel free to, if you want to be involved in, a, in the next time that yeah. we have this and what's going on. Because I believe you mentioned the 15th is when, you know, the kind of big deadline is, right? The first one is the 15th of March, and that's for the larger employers. I think they're probably ready for that. I think it's the midsize and the smaller employers who are not going to be ready. So make sure that you're doing something before the the May 15th. May 15th 15th? is for the midsize, you know, between 15 and 49 employees, and then those who... Um, are 5 to 14. It's June 30th. It's coming up fast. Yeah, it'll come up fast. And luckily, as you know, we know that's coming up fast. We know these laws and kind of payroll policies change very fast as well. And again, that's why, you know, you can work with an expert like yourself, like Payroll City, whose sole job is to really keep up to date with this and take that ownership off of that and the onus off of the small business owner that's already trying to do so much just running their own business. Right. And people always don't realize payroll is a very inexpensive product for the smaller business owners, even just, you know, payroll itself is not a pricey product. 
Yeah. So again, at Payroll City, you guys offer payroll, you know, servicing, things like that. What else, you know, what what kind of falls under that blanket that uh, people may not be aware of that they can get all that for such a, you know, pretty good deal? Yeah, it is a good deal. And so, you know, now we've had to change in the in the world of payroll, too, to be able to help our clients with these things. So not only do we do the taxes and just that standard of paying taxes and filing the taxes on that, we also... For a lot of companies, we submit workers' comp information. So they do a pay-as-you-go workers' comp that helps them um, not to have big, weird bills at the end of the year if they have any fluctuating payroll. We can uh, do the imports for this 401k at the end of every payroll, pull it back into the system, and that's what we do. We're, we're, we submit the reports and we pay the payments. Yeah, so. but you're and you're not taking it over and you're not taking away from the small business owner as well. Too, they are still right. as involved as they want to be. And there is there does have to be some involvements. We're not going to make their business decisions for them, so we do need direction. But once given the proper direction and the proper information, then we can fulfill that backside duty. Yeah, it's a lot to get into, and it's a great service that you provide, again, not just here in Colorado Springs, but really nationwide as well. Kathleen, thank you so much for coming in, kind of giving us that expertise. Again, for more information, use payrollcity.com. There's the resource page. You have seminars coming up, so many different options. Plus, I'm sure people could just give you a call, and you could uh, really help kind of tailor whatever they need. We do. We are a payroll company that is service-oriented, and we answer our phones live. Call us at 719-260-9933. Absolutely. Kathleen Fox, thank you so much for joining us here on KRDO News Radio. Again, for all the information, resources, getting information about the upcoming seminars, anything you would need to know when it comes to the wide world of payroll as well as uh, the (laughs) ever-changing payroll marketplace, and it's going to be changing here a couple times this summer as well. Again, payrollcity.com. We appreciate your time today. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. That does it here for the extra. We have the Tom Martino Troubleshooter Show still ahead here on KRDO News Radio.